In the ancient world, the heavenly bodies were regarded as divine powers determining men's fate. The planets bear the names of deities, and they somehow ruled over the world, and it was man's task to try to appease these powers. The Magi featured in today's gospel were religious rulers from Persia, priests, and astronomers. And furthermore, they could have been magicians and astrologers known to possess knowledge from this supposed supernatural world. But what would have prompted these magi to see in a star a message of hope or to be concerned with a newborn king of the Jews? These magi were no ordinary astronomers. They were, as the gospel says, wise men. And so they were seekers of truth, hence the original sense of the word philosophy. In seeking truth, they were truly searching for God. The church father, Gregory Nazianzen, whose feast day happens to be today, January 2nd, says that at the very moment when the Magi adored Jesus, astrology came to an end. As the stars from then on traced the orbit determined by Christ. In the ancient pagan world, as these stars were believed to be deities, the inspired author of Genesis was well aware of this. And so in the creation account, in the chapter one of Genesis, these deities are purposely dethroned, as it were, and placed under the dominion of the one true God. So in the story of the wise men, it is not the star that determines the child's destiny, as the astrologers would have it, but it is the child that directs the star. And Pope Benedict XVI called this a kind of anthropological revolution. Human nature assumed by God is greater than all the powers of the material world, greater than the entire universe. For Christians, creation is thus not a battle of these deities and competing cosmic forces, but a sacramental sign of God, an ordered collection of goods created by God to help bring us into communion with him. And the human person, of course, being the pinnacle of creation. But the Magi did not simply discover truth and rejoice in it. The gospel says that upon entering the house and seeing Jesus and Mary, they prostrated themselves and did him homage. Their discovery of truth led them to worship. The church since her very beginning has always held a primacy of worship of God over belief. That is the original sense of the word 
orthodoxy, which we often invoke in conversation to refer to one who holds all of the ancient teachings of the faith, but actually orthodoxy literally means right worship because right belief, the content of the teachings of our faith, flow from worshiping God properly and traditionally. And so like the Magi, we too must move ourselves not just to believe in Christ with our minds, but to worship him, to continually place ourselves in that rightly ordered relationship with him. Today, God has revealed his light, his truth to the whole world. But if we're honest, we must admit that the vast majority of any spiritual life is experienced not as light and consolation 24-7, but actually as darkness. After all, our Christian lives on earth is a life of faith, believing and trusting in God's presence while not actually seeing or feeling it. More often than not, our everyday experience of God is more like trying to recognize the flicker of a star in the night. We don't know for how long the Magi traveled to find the Christ child, but what we can say is that their encounter with God began the moment they started following the star, before they even arrived in Bethlehem. And so it is, uh, it is for us as well. Our everyday encounter with God is found in the very longing of our hearts. In other words, by our searching for God amid darkness, by our expressed desire for him each day, we truly are encountering God at the deepest level of faith. And often without us even realizing it, God is manifesting himself, his light, his truth to us. The way we most fully express this longing for Jesus is in worship, of course, particularly at Mass. And when we worship rightly, that is, being orthodox, we order ourselves properly with respect to God and find true freedom in Christ. So let us therefore follow each day of our lives the example of the Magi, prostrating ourselves in the presence of God, offering to him the worship of our whole heart and rejoicing that God has manifested himself to us. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.